This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. This is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. Monday night football is a wrap. I hope you had a good Monday. Let me bring you closer to Tuesday morning. Tonight, the Washington Commanders beat Philadelphia 32-21. to Over the next two hours, here with my main man, Dave Shepard, this is what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk to you. The Philadelphia Eagles losing their first game of the season 8-1. Or excuse me, 8-1 is now their record. And Washington, they moved to 5-5. Five you can always listen to the JR Sport Reef Show at any point in time on the free Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to everybody locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. You can always tune in as well on Sirius XM Channel 158. And anybody with a smart speaker, all you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. There's zero expectations this season from the Washington Commanders, especially for how they started, 1-4. and four. And now they're 5-5. Five and five. They're alive if you have to think about the wild card race, and they got some life in them. Meanwhile, the Philadelphia Eagles, they fall to 8-1, and one, and let's be real. How many teams run around undefeated? I can count them. Miami, New England. How many teams can run around and say, hey, we went through the regular season and we won every single game? It's a rarity. You expect a good team. You expect a great team. You expect a championship contender. In a typical season, before we got to 17 games, you expect a championship contender to lose, I don't know, four games? Go 12-4? and four? Maybe now go 12-5? and five? The Philadelphia Eagles are still a good game. Or excuse me, they're still a good team. Tonight they played a crap game as Washington had the ball for 40 minutes to Philadelphia's 20. And when Philadelphia did have the football, especially in the second half, they decided to just give it and hand it away. All over the damn place. And the way that the game started, it looked like it was going to be Quite frankly, just a little bit of a runaway. It didn't take too much time for Philadelphia to get the ball off of a fumble. And then Jalen Hurts, he was right at the the goal line, and he's just like, I make this look easy. 
a one-yard run in for a touchdown. Listen. It's a wishbone, and the quarterback Hurts is under center, gets the snap, drives, touchdown, and the quarterback sneak is Ross predicted right over the center. Wow, they cash in on the fumble by the quarterback Heineken, a big hit by Sweat. Yeah, and then it wasn't too long after that. You know, Washington was able to put a score up on the board, making it 7-7. to And then right after that, Philadelphia, they answered again. This time, it was a touchdown to Dallas Goddard. Hurts calling for the football. Hurts is going to fake, now jump, and throw the pass into the end zone. It is a touchdown to Dallas Goddard. That's such pretty work. You know, he sets this up as if it's going to be a quarterback draw. That might be the only positive call from the Eagles radio network and the first one you heard from Kevin Harlan here at Westwood One. And then we moved into the second quarter. And then it was just like, damn. How long is Washington going to have this ball? I feel like I watched the second quarter of the game. And I, and I feel like Philadelphia didn't even have the rock. They didn't touch it. And then we saw INTs bouncing off of hands and just A.J. Brown had the ball and then he didn't and it was taken from him. And I just was like, wait a minute. This is actually going to be a good game. Philadelphia isn't just going to run over the Washington Commanders and they didn't. I mean, in the second quarter, Brian Robinson. I mean, if I have to hear another story about how this guy got shot before the season started, anyway, he's a strong dude. He made it 17-14, Washington, with a one-yard run in the second. Heineke in the gun, six on the line. Here comes Samuel in motion, shotgun snap, handoff Robinson, spins, digs, leans, lunges, touchdown! The commanders have gotten it in. Robinson would not be denied. Listen, that man rushed for 86 yards. He tells everybody, and you'd have to believe it, he's not at full strength after, yes, being shot. And, man, some of his runs tonight, of which he had 26, he was dragging, folks. That is a strong bully of a dude. And so we continue on in the game. And then we we, we move on pretty much into halftime and you're just like wait a minute this is a this is a good game at halftime the commanders led 20 to 14 the eagles didn't muster another score until the fourth quarter and then by the time we got to the fourth quarter it was basically just as turnovers all over the place i mean there was an opportunity at one point in time Late in the fourth quarter, the Eagles were down by five. Quez Watkins, he caught a bomb, a bomb from Jalen Hurts. And I guess he saw pay dirt. He looked up, was thinking too damn hard about the end zone. And Derek Foster, he got the fumble because he he knocked the ball out of him. Listen to this. Got gun snap. Hurts drops back, sets, winds up, long pass down the near side, caught on a dive, falling down Watkins 30, gets back up, hit again, fumble the ball, it's rolling, and the Washington Commanders pick it up with Forrest, who then takes it to the far sideline and runs out of bounds. The Eagles have fumbled the ball on a long pitch. 
This was bad. There were turnovers all over the place. And then by the time we really got to the end, end, end of the game, I'm talking like last-ditch effort by the Philadelphia Eagles, thinking that, man, let's have a little bit of trickery to see if we can win this game and walk away with the W. There was even a, a fumble to close out the game, and Washington was able to put another touchdown on the board. Listen to this. So Hertz is going to get the shotgun snap. He drops back to the goal line. He throws a pass to the far side, which was caught by Watkins, who then laterals it off, and then it was thrown backwards and retrieved for a touchdown on a scoop play and picked up on the play by James Smith-Williams and a touchdown to close it for Washington. And the final is 32-21. to 21. The Commanders have beaten the unbeaten, the previously unbeaten Eagles. Oh, thank you, Kevin Harlan. Yes, the final score was 32, or is 32-21. to 21. Philadelphia falls to 8-1. and one. Washington moves to 5-5. Five and five. And if you think about Washington, how they started, 1-4 this season. They've now snapped a three-game losing streak specifically against the Philadelphia Eagles. Washington had the ball tonight for 40 minutes. They converted more than half of their third downs, 12 of 21. And and think about this. Listen to this. Washington, they had or ran 81 plays to Philly's 47. This was, I I didn't see Philadelphia have the ball at all tonight. And when they did, they were turning it over. Philadelphia had four turnovers tonight, three of them being fumbles throughout this entire season. I'm talking eight games. Imagine this. They only had three turnovers all season long. I've seen Ryan Tannehill throw, uh, you know, three interceptions in one game, but I don't want to be a jerk. Sorry. Washington is staying alive here. Washington is is trying to, you know, potentially punch another ticket to the playoffs with Taylor Heineke again as the quarterback and Carson Wentz standing on the sidelines with a fractured finger. If anybody feels like crap on Washington, it's Carson Wentz. This man has to be standing around going, damn it, again? I can't catch a break. I think, I don't know. Carson Wentz has to be a snake-bitten, cursed. He's, He's just a sad situation, but I digress. Washington is on the up and up right now. They've now won four out of their last five games. And their head coach, Ron Rivera, who was up for a lot of criticism earlier this season, he's looking at his players and he's like, yeah. He's like, all the work that these guys have put in, we're starting to see it on the field. It resonates with those guys. I mean, you hear them in the locker room right now and and the hard work is beginning to pay off. You know, things have turned the corner. That's starting to pay off. You know, our young guys are stepping up. Defoe making the plays that he did. The guys on special teams, the young guys that play on special teams, contribute making plays. Yeah, it's a team effort, right? And this is what I hope doesn't happen. Am I going to have people calling me up 
telling me how great Taylor Heineke is? Are people going to start reaching out to me, telling me how good and awesome that he is? Tonight, he was he's okay. He's all right. 17 of 29 passes, 211 yards, one interception. Had a lot of great passes out to Terry McLaurin to keep plays alive and drives alive, I should say. Uh, Terry McLaurin, eight receptions, 128 yards. Taylor Heineke is, he's okay. He's no ultimate game changer. People can certainly appreciate him because he plays hard. He doesn't quit. He doesn't give up. He plays with no fear. He's aggressive. Keeps you in the games. I would certainly appreciate him if he was my backup quarterback. And here he is one more time as Washington starter. It was only in the summertime where Taylor Heineke said, Man, I know I ain't starting. Look at look we got Carson Wentz. And it's not because Carson Wentz is good, but look at Carson Wentz's salary in comparison to mine. Carson is going to play. And he did until he fractured his finger. And Taylor Heineke has taken over, and now the Washington football team is 5 and 5, and whenever that man's finger is healed up, Wentz is going to be looking around on the sideline while Heineke continues to play. You could say that Carson Wentz is cursed and and Taylor Heineke just has the best luck ever. Carson Wentz is like, it doesn't matter where I'm at. When, When I'm expected to play and actually be good, somebody always takes my job because of my injuries and I suck. Taylor Heineke speaking to the media. He said this was a great comeback victory. We were on a good good run there for a little bit, and then I feel like we kind of let one go last week that we could have won. And uh, the, the bounce back and 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 go against an undefeated Philly team at their place, they're undefeated, you know, Monday Night Football, and for us to kind of battle like that and get a win like this is huge for us. It's going to have, you know, have a lot of confidence here going on. Yeah, Monday Night Football. All of America watching Taylor Heineke. You've heard the story by now. This man was basically getting ready to work at, at, at FedEx Kinko's. He was getting ready to, to sell insurance, and here he is, Monday Night Football, helping to deliver and drive home another victory for Washington. And so, what's next for the Washington Commanders? Tonight, they beat the Eagles, handing them their first loss, 32-21. to Congratulations. They're going to Texas. They're going to Houston, Texas. They're going to take on the Texans. You want to tell me that this Washington football team can't improve their record to 6-5? and five? The New York Giants just took on these same Texans, and they beat them. Saquon Barkley ran all over these guys. Washington won't be able to do the same. They should. And Washington is firm right now in being one of the teams alive for a wild card spot. There's still games left here in the season. You think about the NFC East in general. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, they just lost to to Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers. You think about the New York Giants. I just told you about the Giants, but I feel like every single game that the New York Giants play, for the most part, it's like, damn, you going to give me a heart attack and, and trying to win? And the Eagles here, 
They suffer their first loss. They're now tied with the Vikings at 8-1 at and one as the two top teams in the NFC. But Terry McLaurin, he's looking at the NFC East. And he knows that they still got a whole lot of life and that things are up for grabs. NFC East football, you never know what can happen. And, you know, um, we're just proud of the way we came out today. Defense did a great job getting turnovers. Offense, um, you know, finished when we need to. Special teams did a great job as well. Okay. Yeah, NFC East, always a dogfight. You never know. Philadelphia is now 8-1. and one. The New York Giants are 7-2. and two. Dallas, they fall to 6-3 and three after that Cowboys loss. And in Washington at 5-5, five and five, they're at the bottom of the NFC East. But they got life. They've won four out of five games after that crap start. One and four. You think about some of the other teams in the NFC. Minnesota's 8-1 and one after that victory against the Bills. Green Bay is 4-6. and six. Are, are we going to discount Aaron Rodgers from ever going on any type of a run? Tampa Bay is also 5-5. Five and five. And let's be real. Would you be shocked if Tom Brady and that team turned things around and went on a run? And then in the NFC West, San Francisco. They're 5-4. and four. They're on a two-game winning streak. We saw them pick up another victory last night against the Bolts. And then, yeah, Seattle. They lost. They're 6-4. And, and so we got a lot of teams that are bunched up in the NFC. Washington is in the mix. Are they going to stay alive throughout the whole season? I'm not so sure. But for right now, they might as well ride the wave. Ride the wave now because I think there are better teams that might be in wild card position. And I think Washington, it's a great victory. It's a great move. They're on a run. I'm not confident that they're going to be there at the end of the season. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Monday Night Football is a wrap. The Washington Commanders, they beat the Eagles 32-21. to What are your thoughts on these commanders? Are they any type of legitimate threat to grab a wild card? Is Taylor Heineke going to take them to the playoffs again? And Carson Wentz, I mean, if anybody needs to be crying like Derek Carr, it would have to be him, especially if Heineke can continue to pick up these W's. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football is a wrap. We're going to talk more about it as we move on. And, oh, yeah, we're going to hear from the Eagles as well right here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, thanks for taking my call. You have a great show. I listen to you on my midnight shift every night. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. 
Washington beats Philadelphia tonight, Monday Night Football, 32-21, handing the Eagles their first loss of the season. Washington, they improved to 5-5. Five and five. We have a whole lot more left here in the season, and Washington is just trying to stay alive for playoff contention. At the end of the day, we know Washington ain't winning a damn thing. Washington has bigger issues if you look all the way up the team and you look at their owner. But you got to enjoy the small victories, right? Tonight, they pretty much dominate the Eagles. When you think about the second quarter on, they had the ball for 40 minutes. And the Philadelphia Eagles, they pretty much forced them into turnovers at every chance and every opportunity. Four turnovers tonight by Philadelphia. They had three turnovers just in their first eight games. And so Washington, they moved to 5-5. Five and five. And Philadelphia, yeah, it's still early in the season, but no longer undefeated. Every team in the NFL has finally got an L in Philly. They're the latest to fall. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. George is calling from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what's going on, JR? Thanks again for taking my call. I just wanted to say, you know, tonight I'm a Washington fan because Dolphins fans are really happy. The 72 Dolphins just get another season down their belts. Oh, my God. And just to remember us. (laughs) And Uh, it might be our year. So, hey, start giving us our flowers because we're here. We're not leaving. Well, thank you. George, do do people really celebrate? You're being facetious, right, about the – the Dolphins no. undefeated. It's it's eight hey, games. We're still here. No, I'm not asking about this year. I'm talking about the '72 Dolphins. I, I thought Mercury Mercury Morris is only due to have a kid. I guess not, George. Thank you for calling from Miami. They are. I mean, do you do you think, in all in all seriousness, that they get their due in terms of being the only undefeated team in the history of North American professional sports? I don't know. I wasn't alive. I don't know. I mean, when's the last time? I mean, we talk about the last dance all the time now. And I understand it was during a pandemic, so the audience viewership went up. But where's the documentary about the 72 Dolphins and and Shula and company? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Right. There there should be. There should be an answer for that. I'm not saying saying you're wrong for not having one, but the reality is they don't have the same household names that the, the, the Bulls teams did. And even the 73 Warriors team that didn't win at all but still won 73 games went to the finals well, of a game didn't seven. You, I think you just answered your own question. Well, they don't get talked about enough. You just said they don't have household names. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it, I would think that if I'm going to build a documentary around anything or if I want to give anybody or a situation credit, I, I want to – I want to build it around personalities. Everything is about storytelling. The most that I can talk about the, the 72 Dolphins based on now here in 2022 is to go basically what George just did. Right. You know, it's like, oh, oh, we're still undefeated. Okay, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, are, are, we, are we really looking at a team that just lost its first game? They were 8-0. 8-0, they had a whole long way to go. I don't I don't get the, the whole interest. I get it. it's a fun thing, but at the end of the day, who cares? Like your team won a championship. Uh, the New England Patriots had their shot and their opportunity. They did it throughout the regular season. 
And we know the New York Giants went ahead and spoiled them there. It's like, who cares? It's still early in the season. I could tell you if I want to roll the odds for next year, we won't have an undefeated team. If I want to roll the odds for two seasons from now, we won't have an undefeated team. You mean Jeff Saturday's not going undefeated in year two? Oh, with the Colts? Yeah, you saw what he did in game one against the Raiders? (laughs) Sure. Who's playing quarterback? That's a good point. (laughs) Ellinger, Ellinger, it ain't going to be Nick Foles. They don't play him if his life depended on it. My God. Yeah, Jeff Saturday's going to have to ask – He's going to have to ask Peyton Manning to come out of retirement with a new body for that to happen. Just man. block, Jeff. That yeah, clip never gets old. Yeah, he's yeah, he's going to have to he's going to have to play too. Those two were an interesting combination. That was also a very funny moment. Yeah, Peyton Manning yelling at anybody was always a classic. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ralph is here from Milwaukee. You're on the JR Sport Re show. Ralph, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm enjoying listening to you. Um, I guess I just wanted to comment about the game and uh, just how it's a division game as opposed to, you know, any other normal game. Division games seem to always have a lot more uh, intensity to them. Sorry, I'm driving. So we like you take over. Thanks. See you. Bye. Oh. Thank you, Ralph, for calling from Milwaukee. He's like, I'm driving. What the hell you call for, man? That was confusing. Lou is calling from Rochester. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Lou? Hey, Jay. I appreciate you picking up my call. Um, I want to talk about Wentz. You seem to be giving him a lot, a lot of love and respect tonight. Excuse and me? saying it's because of his injuries. He's not playing or he hasn't been playing well. Because the fact is, he is. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, Lou. That didn't come out of my mouth. He's not currently playing this minute because he has a broken finger. Okay? If you want to go season by season about his poor performances and his injuries, we can do that. And so let me, uh, or, or I have now corrected you. Now you go ahead and make your point. All I'm saying is, he, he he doesn't deserve – you were giving him sympathy as far as bad luck and injuries. No, I, Lou, I wasn't doing that either. What? Hey, yeah, Lou. Yeah, you, no, I, I Lou, you. Oh, be, well, what are you talking about? He's on hold. I was giving him sympathy? Did, 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 did you hear me giving a guy crap? I said he's out here losing jobs. What do you think, I'm sending this man flowers? He has sucked. He has been a crybaby. He has been injured. Hey, go look at my Twitter, at JR Sport Brief. I said that the man sure as hell knows how to lose a job. What show is Lou listening to? I'm going to bring Lou back, and I'm going to allow Lou to make whatever point that he wants, but it's not going to be in response to anything that I've said because Lou is listening to a different show. Lou, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Right. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not making my point well. All, I, all I'm saying is he, you were saying – well, I thought you were no, saying – No, 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 no. Let me say that. I thought you were No, 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 no. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> Lou, don't focus in because you screwed up already. 
Don't focus in on what you thought I said. Don't focus in on anything that I said. Make your point about Carson Wentz. If you don't have one outside of what you thought I said, then don't say anything. Let's try again, Lou. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What I'm saying is Wentz isn't losing his job because of his injuries. He's losing his job because when he is healthy and when he plays, he's terrible. That's the point I want to make. Well, thank you. Well, I have a simple question for you right now. At this moment, why isn't Carson Wentz playing? Because he's injured. Well, thank you, Lou, for calling from Rochester. My God. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I will take more of your informed calls, and then we'll hear from the Philadelphia Eagles because their star quarterback has spoken. Nick Sirianni has spoken. Yes, the Eagles are not going to go through the season undefeated. Did you think they would? Come on now. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Now, I'm putting a venue in Colorado Springs, so I'm up all night, you know, like doing 20 hour days. And I listen to you. You have really become a major part of what I do because, I mean, you just keep it real. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Shout-outs to everybody up, up late doing work, putting venues together. Or maybe you're delivering stuff. Maybe you're, you're, you're moving people. And when I say moving people, not, not in that way. I mean as in uh, like Uber or Lyft. No, nah, I don't like trafficking. That's terrible. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. For CBS Monday Night Football is a wrap you know right before we went to break we heard from the Washington Commanders their season still alive I mean if you're a Commanders fan you got to find the silver line and you have to look at the optimism you have to be optimistic about something correct they're on the outside looking in of the current playoff picture it's still early in the season are they in store for some more Heineke magic? Is he going to lead them into the playoffs again to be smashed by Tom Brady? I don't know. Heineke's fun to watch. He's passionate. He plays like a dude who's barely in the NFL because he was, and he still is kind of barely in the league. He just got his contract. And even when he got his contract, he's like, look, I know Carson Wentz is going to play because they're paying him. Like, I'm still barely on the roster, and here he is, Taylor Heineke, with, with Wentz out with a broken finger. Heineke has helped lead this team towards a turnaround. 
despite all of the nonsense that's going on upstairs as there is a a rumored sale of which I hope is a sale and I know Washington fans hope that there's a sale as well in Philadelphia they fall to 8 and 1 they pick up their first loss of the season tonight when they did have the football which they only did 20 minutes they turned it over four times Philadelphia only had three turnovers in their first eight games. Not the way that you would really want to go out. Head coach Nick Sirianni. It's a simple question. Someone in the media said, hey, coach, why did y'all lose? Yeah, shoot. I mean, that's pretty pretty simple, right? The three turnovers lost us the game. The time of possession loses you the game. Um, it was We lost it together. Offense, defense, special teams, coaching. We lost it together. That's what lost us the game. I mean, yeah, even at the end of the game, Washington was on the third down and Heineke slid basically into taking a knee. Brandon Graham couldn't slow down, hit him, you know, roughing, and it it basically killed their opportunity to, you know, get the ball back with any time. So there were just, there were a variety of mistakes. Washington, this was just like an old school, we got the ball, you can't have it. And they they just bullied them from the second quarter on. Jalen Hurts, someone who's been playing like an MVP candidate, and and probably he still is. He talked about what they can learn from a loss like this. It's the same message that's always been delivered um, after our wins. Same message delivered after our losses. You know, controlling the things that we can. Come out here today, we, we, we didn't do that. We didn't do it. And today it got us, so... You know, it's very important to control the things that you can, controlling your ball security, um, knowing where the operation of the play is supposed to go, and just execution. Those are all things that we can control, and we have to do a better job of that. Um, just the overall lack of, of detail and execution. And today it got us. You know, I think there have been games in the past where You'd hear us say maybe leaving money on the table, um, opportunities that we didn't take advantage of, advantage of. And I look at this game and I say, was a, we were repeat offenders of that. And today it got us, you know, and it's something we have to learn from. It's just something we really already know. It's just something that we have to fix and ultimately control the things we can in the end when we're out there on the field. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with getting an L. Sure, you go out there and you want to win every single game. You're not playing to lose a game. But every now and then, you should get punched in the mouth so you can wake up. By Taylor Heineke? It doesn't matter who it is. It could be Taylor Heineke. It it, it could be the boogeyman. It, It could be anybody. The fact is, nobody runs through a season and goes pretty much undefeated. No No fighter. And very few. Okay, you want to pull out a few. Most people got to take it out. Life in general, you don't win all the time. Even in boxing, you don't win every round. You don't win every fight. You don't win every game. You don't win every quarter. You don't win every minute. Sometimes you got to lose. Sometimes you got to get punched. Sometimes uh, taking a punch in the stomach can make you stronger for what may come at the end. 
So I don't think there was ever an expectation for the Philadelphia Eagles to go undefeated throughout the course of the season. I don't think any team ever has that expectation unless you actually get deeper into the year. And so for Philadelphia right now, I don't think this is the worst thing. I think if you're the Eagles, you can look at what you've done for the entire season up until now, and then you can continue to build on it. The Philadelphia Eagles, they lost tonight to Washington. Not too shabby. Next up on the schedule, the Indianapolis Colts. How about that? The same Indianapolis Colts who are running around with a first-year head coach, or excuse me, I don't even want to say first year. He's going to be coaching his second professional game here in Jeff Saturday. That'll be a fun game to watch just to see how much and if and to what degree the Philadelphia Eagles bounce back. If the Eagles lose to the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday, then by all means, people should start kicking their ass. Because what did you guys do? Did you, did you fall asleep at the wheel? Did you lose concentration? You lost to Taylor Heineke, and then you lost to Jeff Saturday in his 30-year-old first year or two-game offensive coordinator? You lost to 37-year-old Matt Ryan? If that's the story, then go ahead and sound the alarm bells. But I don't feel any different about the Philadelphia Eagles today or right now then maybe in the long run I feel about the Buffalo Bills, and that's another team that lost. And so how about this? The Philadelphia Eagles are 8-1. The Minnesota Vikings are 8-1. And when you take a look at the NFC, it's not what you thought it would be, right? There's no hope for the Rams this year, I'm sorry. The quarterback is running around in concussion protocol. Uh, Cooper Cup is going to be gone for probably a month with that high ankle sprain. They need to be thrilled and happy that it's not more than a high ankle sprain. Uh, Aaron Rodgers right now is on the outside looking in despite beating the Dallas Cowboys. And then Tom Brady. We got to look at this guy because the NFC South, it sucks. Geno Smith is a surprise despite losing in Germany to Tom Brady. Minnesota Vikings, a lot of their victories coming by the skin of their teeth. The NFC is wide the hell open. And even with the loss tonight, the Eagles are still one of the best teams. Jerry, want to hear a quick joke? Depends on what it is. So for the first time in a decade, you know what Mike McCarthy did in terms of his coaching decisions? No. Help the Packers win a game. Badoomch. You, you mean the field goal not into the wind, correct? Yes, I'm talking about the fourth down dubious, questionable, what do you think, and head-scratching call. Yeah, well, he says uh, it was the wind. What can I say? I ain't out there kicking the ball. I don't know what the wind feels like. I ain't hear too many of the players complaining about the wind. If I wanted to complain about anything, it could be Dak Prescott and his, his turnovers, his INTs. Don't be surprised if the, uh, you know, McCarthy's get a Matt LaFleur holiday card. It's, it's possible. The NFC is, is, is it's wide open. The Cowboys typically find their way to choke. 
The New York Giants, uh, okay, fine. They beat the Texans yesterday, but the defense is good. Am I going to rely on their offense to do anything? The Seahawks, led by Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno, has, he's been playing out of his damn mind. The Seahawks, at some point in time, they have to hit earth, and it looks like that started yesterday. And then the 49ers, I actually expect the 49ers to continue to climb on the up and up the same way that I believe that Tom Brady's squad will turn things around. It's just a matter of the offensive line. And so the NFC is wide the hell open. The Eagles lose tonight, still one of the best. The Vikings, one of the best right now. Am I going to trust Kirk Cousins? Am I going to trust that defense as a whole in the postseason? The Seahawks, I ain't trusting them to do nothing. Tom Brady and the Bucks, I would never be surprised about anything. The Giants, don't expect squat from them. I don't expect anything from the Cowboys and the 49ers. I think they got a whole lot of room to grow. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat anybody in the postseason, especially with their defense. The same thing goes for the Bucs. Everybody focuses in on the offense, and they don't realize the defense is still damn good. NFC, the playoffs this year, let me tell you, wide open, no favorites. And it's still crazy to say this. The Rams, they're not even going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, Aaron Donald, he could have stayed home for this. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. And when we come back on the other side, I'm going to take your calls. We're going to talk about tonight, the victory for the Washington Commanders over the Eagles. And then I want to get your thoughts. When you take a look at the NFC right now, who's the best team? Is it the Eagles? Is it the Vikings? Uh, Are you you shaking in your boots at, I don't know, the Seahawks or the Bucks? I still think it's the Eagles. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Re Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.